We don't have an intro music, so I think maybe that's a little abrupt, right? Right, right. I don't know. I don't want to like pay someone to do music. <laughs> uh, hello, Andres. Hello, Hugo. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Watching the Movies, uh, the show where we watch and the movies. Watch movies, yeah. I also used to explain that a lot. Yeah, we don't explain it anymore. Watchando. You guys know what we're about it's now, right? It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Too. I know it's Spanglish, and it's an abomination on both languages. <laughs> it's of uh, 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 what the hell did I do here? Well, I, I didn't write a script. I just wrote the information of the movie. Um. Uh, yeah, we're doing a director series. We're doing Martin McDonough, uh, uh, who only has three movies. And we're doing the second one right now. We covered in Bruges. Uh, and now, what movie are we watching? Seven Psychopaths. Hey, what the hell happened? Some punks jumped us. Who are you? Said they were looking for a little shih tzu. Then some other punk killed those punks. It's their blood. It's his puke. You, you want to go to the bathroom? Clean some of the blood and the puke off you? Also another terrible trailer. <laughs> um, nice. <laughs> so that's gonna be that's gonna be a uh, uh, fun to listen to. Are they on purpose? No, that's just how they. I don't know. That's just how they were trying to market. This is also like when they were like a big studio comedy is what they were doing, and they were like, "Oh, the f- and the fifth psychopath is his bitch of a girlfriend and, and stuff like that." <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, so of course, written and directed by Martin McDonough, it stars Colin Farrell. Stars Sam Rockwell. I mean, that's just his name. <laughs> Woody Harrelson and uh, Christopher Waken. <laughs> uh, so th- you know who those are, right? Yeah, you've seen Woody Harrelson and uh, Venom too, right? That's 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 where, that's we, know where we know him from, huh? Yeah, that's, that's all that's, he's done. That's all he's done. Yeah, yeah, uh, I know that guy. I've never seen an episode of Cheers. You know, he's in Cheers. 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 Cheers? Cheers, yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, Sam Rockwell, you know him, right? He was an Iron Man too. Was he? Yeah, he was the the guy who talks to Mickey Rourke. You know the other the other tech guy. I don't remember him in there. No, he's also in Charlie's Angels. He's the bad guy in Charlie's Angels. Do you remember him there? Yeah. Interesting. I feel like you've seen Iron Man two more recently. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember him in it, though. Uh, he's a good dancer. Anyways, <laughs> uh, uh, it premiered on the uh, on September 7th, 2012, which was, by the way, over nine years ago now, at TIFF, Toronto International Film Festival. And it released in the U.S. on October 12th, 2012. Uh, on a budget of thirteen point five to fifteen million dollars, it grossed thirty three million dollars. It has an eighty three percent RT score and a seventy one percent audience score. Yeah, all right. Uh, it won the audience TIFF award for people. Uh, 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 Midnight Madness, which is like TIFF always has these movies, these midnight movies. Or like, uh, what was that one movie? That's like Venom, but also it's uh, Upgrade? Upgrade. That's Upgrade is Venom. I don't know if you've ever 
You've seen Upgrade, right? No. You haven't seen Upgrade? No. No. But I know about it. Yeah. Well, you got to watch one. You know, you got to watch either Upgrade or Venom. <laughs> it's the same movie. Uh, yeah, so they have like those types of movies. Play it later in the day. You know, B-movie stuff. Uh, 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 yeah. So that's that's that. I mean, this wasn't nominated for any major awards. Uh, uh, had you heard about this movie before? No. Really? I never talked about it? No, I don't think so. Interesting. Uh, I watched this for the first time when I was 13. And this was before I was into movies. So I, I rented this because of the trailer. And speci- huh. <laughs> uh, specifically because there's that one scene that's in the trailer where they, they point the gun at Christopher Walken. And they're like, put your hands up. He's like, no. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm watching this. So I rented it in Redbox. I watched it on my own because my mom didn't want to watch it. And I, I liked it a lot back then. Uh, and I was surprised to learn that it was the same guy who made in Bruges years later when I was a film buff. I was like, oh, wow, that's amazing. So then I watched it again when I was 18. I was like, oh, yeah, I see now. Yeah. I see. I understand now that I know more about cinema. And so did you have any expectations for this? Um, After seeing in Bruges or even from the title, title or anything? I just, it's... Um, I thought it was gonna be another dark comedy type thing. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's what I got. This one I feel more comedy than dark though. It's still dark yes. in there, but more comedy. Yeah. It's a lot sillier. Yeah, very silly. silly. Yeah. So, uh, do you like it? Yeah, yeah, I like this one less than the last one though. Only a little bit less, but still liked it. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like this movie a lot. Uh, uh, but I don't think I ever like loved it. Maybe I did. I don't know. I can't remember what I was thinking when I was 13. Uh, uh, but yeah, there's something like a huge difference between this and that. Like even just visually. Yeah. Colors. They're they're very saturated in this movie. And I, I guess that's like Hollywood. I don't know. America. Yeah. <laughs> is America more lively? Is that, is that what Europeans see? Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, Europe's all cloudy and rainy all the time. Yeah, that is Over true, here, man. it's all sunny. Sunny, there's a desert. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. So, yeah, do you have a favorite scene? Um. Yeah, it's when, when Sam's character is telling his ending. Cemetery. Night. The shootout. Yeah. The Jacko Diamonds is waiting there with Bonnie, and he's arranged to give him back and have this whole thing end because all he really wants is peace, you know, like Gandhi or Jesus. Because yeah, that's or, a B uh, movie. Because <laughs> it's very silly. Yeah. And the Vietnamese guy is up in the thing and he's got a flamethrower. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. I love the way he's describing it. He's making the gun sounds and everything. It's great. <laughs> he's really enthusiastic about the whole thing. Yeah. At one point, he like leans against the cooler drops his soda and spills it on himself and he doesn't even care he's just so into his stories he keeps going on man it's great yeah and uh yeah i like the how it ends he's like oh and they die in his arms and then he says something and then it goes and it's good you know he's like a little kid telling a little yeah yeah uh it's a great performance from sam rockwell 
uh, uh, you know, he like he's playing an idiot, which he does very well. <laughs> but he's not like like an idiot, idiot, you know. He's like he's like also this cunning guy who's got the secret he's hiding from everyone, you know. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. How does he do that? Yeah, How does he do that. He's very fast. Yeah. Of uh, uh, yeah. I'll say my favorite scene. He's also very witty. I just want to yeah. say that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a great line that I love is when they're like, what do we do? He's like, oh, we can go to the desert and have a shootout. And Colin Farrell goes, what do we do in real life? And he goes, how about we sober up? How does that grab you? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, I was going to say, oh, my favorite scene uh, uh, is when uh, his girlfriend... I forget the actress's name. Um, she was a Bond girl, I think, at one point. The Pierce Brosnan. Not important. But, uh, you know, she's calling Woody Harrelson. I know we've been going through some tough times, but it's all going to work out fine, I promise. I love that song. Uh, yeah, were you expecting that? No, I, <laughs> I was so surprised when I found out he was the killer guy. Yeah, psychopath number seven. And, and number, number one. one. Wow. Uh, uh, so that means, like, that always gave me a question. Who's the seventh psychopath? It's him. And number one. Yeah, but it's it's the same person. No, it's him and number. He's seven <laughs> and number, number one, one, dude. Uh, I was thinking maybe Colin Farrell. No, cause cause the killer is number one, but him hiding everything from his friends. It's a whole different person now. Oh yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and <laughs> he still delivers a funny line. He gets an ambulance. He's like, "Don't say I ever do nothing for you." All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Let's talk about that opening scene real quick. That's a very Tarantino. Yeah, scene. It very, just, very much so. They're just standing around talking like, you know, oh, it's at Stabber Through the Eyeball or something. Shot him through the eyeball. Yeah, yeah. it has a guy in the ear once. Who were they trying to kill? The girlfriend? Is that what, who were they trying to kill? Who were they trying to kill? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, Didn't even consider that. No. Yeah. Uh, you know who that guy was, though, right? Which one? One of the, uh, the one of the guys. Uh, he was from Call Me by Your Name. He's also in The Shape of Water. His name's Michael Stolberg. Uh, in The Shape of Water, he's a scientist, a Soviet scientist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. I know who you're talking about. Now. And he's there, and he looks young, or <laughs> younger. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then they both get shot by Sam Rockwell. He just comes up and... Yeah, like right, right at the start, I was thinking, these guys are cool. And then they just <laughs> die. They just die. <laughs> I thought they were going to be the stars. Yeah, but nope. They're just yep. not important. <laughs> they were just talking nonsense. So this movie, right? Yeah. It's a movie within the movie. movie. Within a movie. It's like Tropic Thunder. <laughs> do, do you feel like it gets messy? You know what? When I think back on it, 
every time I think it is messy, but when I'm on actually, purpose, right? But when I'm actually watching it, it doesn't feel that messy. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. As I'm watching it, things do flow naturally and yeah. and fine. It's all concise. But like thinking about it, it's like, oh, the priest and the Vietnamese guy and the like the, the serial killer killers. And it's like, what is that? What is that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because uh, like the only psychopath, quote unquote, that's not real is the Buddhist monk, right? Yeah. Uh, and he's supposed to represent something, you know? I don't know. Their bond? Their bond with Christopher Walken? He represents letting everything go, man. Letting that hatred go and just moving on. <laughs> All right, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, were you expecting... This, this, there's one more twist, right? Where we we learn about that story about the guy who like, was stalking his daughter's killer... And then he cuts his own throat. Were you expecting that to be Christopher Walken? No. No? Not at all. No. Crazy. And then when he first takes off his his little thing, I forgot what he called it, little scarf looking thing. Yeah. And we see the scar. Yeah. Like, we don't know for sure yet. But we're like thinking. Yeah, that's, that's him. <laughs> but I didn't know if that was supposed to be the, the killer or the priest. Okay. Right. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Because yeah. we don't know. Who, it could have been either one. Uh, yeah, and then, and then Colin Farrell is telling him his own story. Yeah. <laughs> Takes out the scarf and goes, wow, it's a great story. Did you come with, did you come with that? <laughs> That's great, dude. And so, then he's telling him, like, you has a little bit, some details wrong. Yeah, first of all, she was black. Yeah. I mentioned that. And I did it with my wife. Yeah. Uh, uh, so Colin Farrell's a hack screenwriter, right? Because he can't, he's not very creative. He's just sort of writing down what other people tell him. Yeah. And his name, I don't know if you caught this. Is Marty. Is Martin. Martin. It's a self-insert. It's a self-insert. And his last name, also, it's on the script, which I pause. It's not McDonough, but it rhymes. It's like Fanara or something. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> Do you think you're a terrible writer, Martin? <laughs> Maybe I mean, he's, he's very depressed. And he's very referential. A lot of people yeah. go, I think people said like uh, in Bruges was um something i can't remember the filmmaker something mixed with tarantino and then this one was charlie kaufman mixed with tarantino uh so he really likes tarantino is what you're saying yeah. and then in, in three billboards which we're going to talk about next week also got tarantino <laughs> all right <laughs> uh, uh that's i guess people just think he steals from him. <laughs> I don't know. uh he i think he just likes the same movies that's Tarantino. That's it, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is very meta, right? Yeah. Did you learn much about the, the process of, of screenwriting and storytelling? Yeah, you just got to get really drunk, I think. You just got to get really drunk. I think that's the secret. <laughs> He's an alcoholic. Yeah. Uh, uh, I saw this one interview with him, with Mark McDonough, and then he was talking about because uh, he doesn't make movies that often. He's talking about how he doesn't have writer's block. He's just really lazy. And he likes to travel and drink, you know. And that, you know, as you can tell by the movie, <laughs> he just likes to drink. Uh, I've I've seen that somewhere else where it's like some British guy drinking a lot. But that's just like the culture over there. Like they just drink a lot. Everyone, I'm sorry, I think that's just the culture. 
in general in, in the world you in know because when people talk about japan they're like yeah they don't use drugs but they have a really heavy drinking culture over there in england like they have these really good beers and stuff because that's just the culture over there and over here you know people are alcoholics all the time that's just the culture humans are just <laughs> alcoholics naturally dude that's just the the culture no i think americans are still seen as like you're not drinking a lot you know by british people they're like you gotta you gotta catch up and get it <laughs> get on this get get liver poisoning you know get that's that's better than actually partying unless you you're dying i hear you yeah yeah uh do you much relate to that alcoholism <laughs> i mean is that realistic i don't know which part just the alcoholism part just the way he is yeah absolutely yeah i really yeah you know he starts he, when they're out camping as soon as he wakes up, he keeps drinking from the same bottle. Oh yeah, yeah. That's 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 very much how it was, man. Yeah, but you couldn't and you couldn't remember conversations <laughs> all the time. People would tell me this thing, and then be like, all right, "Let me tell you." When he's like, "Why didn't you tell me you were the killer?" He's like, "I did at the party." Yeah, yeah. and he was just messing with him. <laughs> yeah, I've had that happen to me a few times where people are like, "I told you this the other day when you were drinking," and they that thing. and they were just fucking with me. Oh, I, I don't know. I guess people <laughs> like the idea that they can. <laughs> Because you can't, because I, I don't remember anything. Yeah. So yeah. I had that happen a few times to me. Yeah. That could have been a cool wake-up call for him, though, right? Like, you, oh, God, sure? how could I forget something like that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that, that he didn't remember that he called his girlfriend a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And I like that Sam Rockwell always calls calls her a bitch. <laughs> she doesn't do anything bitchy. She doesn't do anything <laughs> wrong. She seems like a perfectly fine lady yeah. for the first few scenes she's in and she seems really nice yeah <laughs> although what's wrong with these guys um you know boys gotta be boys man <laughs> and women don't let them be boys um <laughs> you know maybe that's a direct thought to how how the walking guys like your your girls women. yeah because yeah. and i was thinking about that like did he get any criticism from that from in bruges and i'm like but i don't know mary's a pretty cool character though in, in bruges and the pregnant Lady. Yeah, that that's Mary. That's Mary. Okay. okay. <laughs> she's also, a good character. I like her a lot. And and also the drug dealer. Yeah, she's, she's also, not like dumb at all, right? No, and she's very fleshed out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Even though, like, I think maybe the idea there is like, why is she in love with him? I mean, she's just there to just be with him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's an attractive guy, so you know, <laughs> I don't, I don't blame her. <laughs> Who wouldn't? You know what I mean? Uh, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, oh. One thing I wanted to add. So the short film that he uh, 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 that Martin McDonough did was starring Brendan Gleeson, right? Then he, right, right? And then he did it in Bruges with Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell. And then he, he dropped Brendan Gleeson and did this movie with Colin Farrell and Sam Rockwell. And then in Three Billboards, he drops Colin Farrell and he does a movie with Sam Rockwell and Woody Harrelson. That's pretty interesting, you know? Just like He just drops the people he loves after he's <laughs> done with them. I hear you. Like he just like sort of he, he's moving a little like that. It's kind of interesting, you know, an interesting pattern. Yeah. Uh uh yeah, let's talk about uh you I want to talk about more about that movie within that movie. All right. Sounds like a terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> there's not nothing there's nothing connects to seven psychopaths what's the point i know right like is it an, is it an anthology <laughs> movie what's happening how can we never learn yeah and then bonnie's in it you know like that's like that storylines in it but what does that have to do with the vietnamese guy 
<laughs> what does that have to do with the serial killer killers? Yeah. Does he write that scene that Sam Rockwell wanted? The sort of the cemetery shootout? I hope something so. close to it? That's a great movie, by the way. Like, I, I like the way that that's shot. That's shot like a B-movie. And I would love a movie just like that. Like, starring big actors. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, I... Uh, I told you that Bruges was inspired by one of McDo- Martin McDonough's trips. I was trying to figure out what inspired this. And the only thing I could find is that he said that he wanted to comment on violence in movies and why we like violence in movies. You think, do you think that this movie does that? No, maybe. No, I don't know. I don't think it does, really. I mean, there's the lines where he's all like, I don't, want it, I don't want it to be violent. Yeah. yeah. I don't believe in guns and stuff like that. Yeah. But, I don't know. Not really, right? Yeah. Um, especially because it feels like violence can be the answer to a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, if Sam Rockwell didn't shoot those guys, they'd be dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, and he didn't bring a gun when he should have brought a gun. Christopher Walken gets killed without a gun. And also, he makes a good point, you know, where he's like, oh, the, a, an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. And Sam <laughs> Rockwell goes, no, it doesn't. There'd be one guy left with one eye. Yeah. Because the other guy wouldn't be able to see. He got him. He got he got Gandhi's ass. Absolutely, man. That yeah. is so true. Wow. <laughs> I like uh, uh, that. Is it, is it that scene where... Colin Farrell asked Colin, uh, Christopher Walken to write the movie with him. And Sam Rock calls out like, he doesn't even want to write it. Yeah. His wife just died. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like they flip a lot with his shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and for the most part, they're just fine with it. Even when, when they find out he's the he's killer. A, he's a psychopath. They, uh, they don't really do much about it. Nope. And Christopher Walken's like, well, I guess I'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> And then Colin Farrell goes, but friends don't let friends die. Psychopathic friends do. <laughs> uh, Sam Rockwell seems like a great guy, you know? Like, like in outside, real life? I, I outside, no, I mean, the, the character. <laughs> like outside of the killings. Yeah, he seems like such a fun hype friend. He, he gets excited yeah. for everything and he'll back you up on, yeah. on what you need him to. Yeah, you know? And he has crazy ideas that make money, man. I also pity him a little bit, you know? Because he, like, wants to write that movie with him. And then he, like, writes in his diary, stop bothering him about it, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he burns the neighbor's flag. And he puts scissors up his lip. Did you see that? No. What? Yeah. I don't remember like, that. When he's, like, when he's reading the diary and he's sort of, like, they show Sam Rockwell sitting. He has a pair of scissors. And he just has the pointy bit going like this on his lip. And I'm just like, oof, what? I hope they covered plastic, put some plastic on it or something, (laughs) because that looks dangerous. Both these movies have the older, like, I guess he feels wiser. Yeah, Yeah. the older, wiser guy dies in a really sad way, and he shouldn't have. He sacrifices himself. Yeah, yeah. And this too, because he does it to get the cop's attention, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, even though in the beginning he's all like fuck cops fuck them fuck them, <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> and Colin Farrell goes Jesus there must be some good in that yeah <laughs> um, that's funny 
uh, yeah. And what what did he take out? Was it just a tape recorder? Yeah, it was a tape recorder. Yeah. And then he died with it right there. Yeah. That's how Marty saw it. Did he did he, he had that post it note? Hey Marty, this might on, help. On the ready? Something like that. Where was he gonna put that? Is he always <laughs> planning to die? <laughs> yeah, dude. His wife died. His wife did die. And she he was planning. Can- she beat cancer. <laughs> that's so sad, dude. And they fucking killed her. <laughs> You think, uh, oh, you, that's great though how she dies though. Yeah. That how she's just kind of like accepting, dismissive it. to him. That's yeah. just accepting. She's she doesn't back out. She's not scared of him. She's kind of yeah. like yeah, whatever, man. Goodbye, Hans. And then Hans sees what's happening, and then he just goes to another room. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's sad. Uh, what do you think about Woody Harrelson in this movie? He's um he's sick. He's a good bad guy. Because he's yeah. fun. <laughs> uh, he loves his dog. He's just a guy that loves his dog. He, he just wants his dog back, man. Yeah. He's cool, though. I like him. <laughs> he, they tell him not to show up with any guns. He does he exactly that, dude. Well, that, I mean, he doesn't show up alone. I mean, he shows up alone. He just has backup waiting all the way in the back, though. It's fine. It's fine. I wonder if, like, would, would they have let him? No. <laughs> I feel like if he got the dog, he would have probably, you know, shot the flare gun, driven off, and, and that's how the guys would have found them. That's I my guess. I like how Sam Rockwell shoots the flare. Because Cause he, he really wanted that final shoot shootout. Shoot. Yeah. Uh, also, another meta thing, you know, because he's, uh, he's a meta thing with the, the screenplay, right? So they're in the car, and Colin Farrell's like, okay, the first part of the movie is going to be guns and shooting and revenge and all that bullshit. And that's the first part of this movie. Yeah. And then the second, he's like, and then they just go to the desert and they pitch a tent and they just talk. And that's the second part of this movie. Yeah. And then eventually Sam Rockwell goes, nah, fuck this. This ain't a French movie for whatever reason. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This movie's ending my way. And it it did end his way. Yeah. Uh, That's great, you know? I don't know if I noticed that. I think I did. I'm hoping I did when I was. <laughs> I understood Inception when I was like ten. Yeah. So not a compli- Not that. Not that I'm a genius. <laughs> That's just not a. It's not not as complicated as people say it is. You haven't seen Inception, right? I haven't. It's uh. It's not that. It, they explain everything. They take their time to explain everything. Nice. To the point where I was like, why was everyone confused about <laughs> this? Like Tenet is a movie that. No one understands. I no one's understand. I have no idea what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> like the first forty minutes, I texted my friend who liked the movie. And I'm like, am I supposed to understand anything? She's like, they'll explain some stuff later in the movie. I'm like, okay. And then they never do. They do, but not everything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, was I gonna say? Oh, just really quick. And speaking of this, since I'm on the topic, have you ever heard of this movie called The Lovely Bones? <laughs> yes. Like, have you have you seen it? Yeah. That's with Saoirse Ronan. Uh, I don't know if you knew that young Saoirse Ronan and Mark Wahlberg's the dad. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she dies. She's a ghost. She's like trying, to, you know. She's like sort of guiding her dad to to figure out the case. And uh, that came out when I was in middle school. I saw it because uh, Ethan wanted to watch it. I don't know. She was into movies, weird movies like those types of movies for a bit. And I came to middle school. The few days later or something, and everyone, everyone else was talking, talking about, about it. it. And 
they were like, oh my God, what a confusing movie. <laughs> I, don't, I had to watch it twice because I didn't know what happened. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> there's, not, there's not even a twist yeah. in that. It's, it's a very straightforward, straightforward movie. movie. And they're like, no, you just got that because you're smart. I'm like, well, thank you. No, <laughs> I, I was just like, no, it's not because they're just, you guys just, I don't think they were paying attention. If I'm being honest, I think they were just on their phone. That makes sense. Anyways, we're going back to this movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, did did you did you like the scenes in, interspersed? The sort of the you know the movie scenes. Yeah, all of them. I, yeah, I think so. I don't think there's anything I disliked of it in that term. Mm. You know, I think some of it. I think the the serial killer killers. I think the only thing that's setting up is the uh, the after credit scene. Yeah, yeah. Which is a great after credit. Did you expect to be an after credit? No. <laughs> Were you about to turn it off? I was literally about to, and then I did that weird noise thing, and then yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna kill you on Tuesday. Oh, okay. I'm gonna do you on Tuesday. <laughs> that was a good line. Yeah. Uh, I would have done. I would have put this number at the end of the movie. Maybe you just forgot, man. Yeah, I think he probably did. I don't think it was it was a like malicious thing. I think he genuinely just forgot about it. I him. mean, like literally, like two of his friends just fucking died. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Sam Rockwell's dead, right? Yeah, he got shot in the head. You know what? I don't. I don't know why. I remember him getting shot in the head and then like waking up at the hospital, huh. and that he was fine. I don't know why I remember that. Maybe it's because like that little bit where he's telling the doctor to give him his paw, even though he got shot in the head. Yeah. And it's just, you remembered he got shot in the head and lived for a, a little, little bit. bit. <laughs> and maybe that was enough for you. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and then the dog liked him. What a sweet, sweet dog. That was good. He, didn't, he didn't go back to his owner. <laughs> it was all for nothing. It was all for nothing, no. Uh, that would probably be me as a mob guy. I think if I was a mob <laughs> guy and I had a dog. If, like, if it was this dog, too, that's right here on your left. Yeah. That's my dog. I'd be like, yeah, where the fuck is she? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, One, something great about this movie is a lot of parts feel like an action movie where everything goes wrong. What do you mean? So, Willie, Willie Harrelson's gun kept jamming. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, how he was playing that big shootout and it just didn't happen at first. Yeah. But then he fixes that. It doesn't go exactly how you want it. It didn't even go exactly how you wanted, yeah. I don't know, just things like that. It's kind of like if it was an action movie, but then the real world hits. <laughs> <laughs> like, that gun jamming thing is such a silly thing too, though. It's like, why don't you just get a new gun? I like this one because it has the blue handle. Yeah, the blue handle. <laughs> uh, he's into style, man. He likes to wear suits and stuff, you know? Yeah. He looks good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the goon. That's uh, the guy, the Canadian in, in Bruges, his goon. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah, the one that refuses to shoot him. And he's like, what does he say? What is, how does he? Oh, it's because uh, Sam Rockwell's about to shoot the dog, right? And he's like, he kill, uh, they tell him that he killed his friend. He's like, oh, man. And what he tells him, like, I, I didn't kill him. <laughs> he killed him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just sort of like throws him under the bus. Uh, I, I like that. I like, his, I like Woody Harrelson's performance in that scene a lot. Because you really feel for him. You really feel like... Because uh, he starts counting five. And he's like, can, can you go back? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it just makes you feel... 
you know, sorry for him. Because he likes the dog, you know? He wasn't going to shoot the dog, was he? No, because there's that part during his ending where he's like, the bunny gets away. Oh, you yeah, can't let the animal die. Let the animals die. <laughs> but you can kill the women. That's <laughs> what he said. Yeah. Because he killed the woman. Like, so only one woman died in this, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's not like we got to know her or anything. Yeah, we see her for that one scene. Well, I guess the other girlfriend dies in the in the in the scene, the little cemetery scene. Oh no, um, the wife dies. Yeah, but also, yeah, also the uh, Colin Farrell's girlfriend. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she yeah, does yeah. die. She comes out brawless too. <laughs> oh yeah, in the rain. Um, you know, there's that there's that thing where it's like, are you satirizing if you're doing it? Yeah, yeah, you. Are. Yeah, so. yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. It's all it's all a joke. So, when Sam Rockwell tells um, Christopher Walken's character that he was the one making his wife's voice, oh yeah, oh, was yeah. he was he actually making his wife's voice? I don't. Or was think he just so. trying to like calm him down so that he wouldn't you know lose faith in all in his faith? I think that second one, right? Because there's no way. Because he, he was blowing up the car. Like, he was busy blowing up the car while they were over there. Yeah, yeah. But I, he, he also does some crazy stuff for no reason. Yeah. So maybe he was just messing with him. I don't know. I think he just like correctly guessed about Gray. I don't know how. I feel like that's a good guess. Yeah. Just talking about know, afterlife. Talking about how it's Gray and yeah. shit, you know? And then his last line was, it's not Gray at all, man beautiful oh yeah yeah so that's how you know he was lying <laughs> <laughs> you know that's the the and in bruce he also has another line like that of like i think i'm gonna die now and he dies, you know and this one's like yeah i'm dying and also another meta thing uh marty in this movie goes i'm always writing about uh, you know he still has that irish <laughs> accent i'm always writing about uh, heaven and hell <laughs> <laughs> that sounds nothing like Colin Farrell. Uh, because in Bruges, it's heaven and hell. Heaven and hell. And in this, I don't know. Is, is, is there heaven? I guess they're they talk about, about heaven, heaven, yeah. They yeah, yeah, talk about it quite a bit. Oh, yeah. There's that whole story about, about heaven, heaven and hell with the guy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Well, there's a lot less slurs in this one than in the Bruges show. <laughs> you think he got called on and that's why he did it? Or do these characters just not need. To say slurs. Maybe I just... think that was one part where they say the F slur. He's like, don't like that. They prefer homosexuals. No, they prefer homos. Homos, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's just an old man, you know, going like, I know you think. What is it? What was it? Something is for. What? What, what was he talking about? I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> I like I like Christopher Walken's version of that story because then she's wearing a dress and she's like want to yell or something. So she speaks perfect Vietnamese. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in the original one, she's basically like she, she talks like Harley Quinn. She goes like, is that Chinese, baby? You know, <laughs> can I do a Harley Quinn impression? <laughs> Let me see if I could do like that New Jersey accent. We're bad guys. Is what we do. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Uh, you want to give that a shot? No. <laughs> you, you, you didn't give the Irish a shot. I'm good, man. I don't know. I don't know accents. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, I liked I liked his rewriting of her character. Yeah. She was smart. She knew different languages. Yeah. She was sick. Desist's brother, and then it turns out he's gonna burn himself. Yeah. What the fuck is that movie, man? Like, I, still, <laughs> I still don't know. Um. Uh, anyways. What else? Uh, did you want to say anything else? No, I think I'm good. All right. That's, that's... Oh, oh, one thing I wanted to mention. I think Mar. I, th- I remember seeing an interview with Martin McDonough. And I can't find it. So maybe I just, m- I'm misremembering. But I remember him, when he was promoting Three Billboards, he talked about how he was not happy with the reception of this one. Because it didn't get that much acclaim. It didn't get an aw- any awards, obviously. So maybe I think he said that he was disappointed with this movie a little bit. Uh, and that's why he did three billboards. To get the awards? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So th- that, 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 I think that, that, that's all I had to say. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah, next week we're talking about three billboards outside of Missouri. Are you excited? Yeah, absolutely. You love this guy? Yeah. He makes some cool stuff. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. to see more. Uh yeah, so that that that's that's what we have to look forward to—a very controversial movie on the internet. Interesting. Yeah. Nice. Um, so we're gonna get canceled if we like it. <laughs> Don't worry. We're gonna like it. I'm here. already. I'm, yeah, I'm already canceled anyway, man. Fantastic. I'm, I'm ready. long canceled. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Did I tell you already? When mean? Yeah, mean. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Good night. I love you guys. <laughs>